Wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Mr. Wayne! This is Iris from Seattle. This is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Where we talk about fatherhood stuff, Catholic dad stuff. We celebrate good dads here. Hey, dads, this is for you. What's up and welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Yo, 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 what's up everybody? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, Ray, welcome back. This is where Ray and I are talking about Catholic dad stuff. You know, the intersection of faith and fatherhood from Seattle to Chicago to the internet. What's up everybody? To your ear holes. Yeah, what's up? What's there up? you go. Happy Lent. Or unhappy Lent? Are you supposed to have a happy Lent or a... a joyful. A, joyful, right? Is it? I don't know. I solemn don't know. Lent, everyone. We wish you a blessed solemn Lent. Lent. A blessed, okay, there you we'll go. Blessed. And if yeah. this is your first time tuning in, hey, we appreciate you. Glad that you found us. Um, join in the conversation. Figure out how... Because you're here, God has called you to rise up. So let's go. Ride with us. And if you've been with us for a long time, we appreciate you. Thanks so much for being on the journey with us here in the desert. It's nice and balmy, a lot of sand in all the right places, and yeah. a lot of uh, sacrifice going on as we're uh, cruising through Lent. Making some making some sand castles in this desert sand right now. That's right. Me. Just making some sand castles. That's right. So, uh, Ray, how you been, man? How was your week? I'm good. It's, it's it was a it was a fast week, and I can't believe it already. It's uh, my gosh, what is it? Third third fourth week now. Fourth week of Lent? No, third week. Third week of Lent. Who's counting? Who's, Who's counting? counting? It's Please. Lent. All I know is it ain't Easter yet. <laughs> it ain't Easter yet. But yeah, hey, you know what? It's getting warmer. I like that. Yeah, and brighter. And, so and there brighter. you go. So Ray, I feel like I just talked to you. So feels like it. Feels like it. It's kind of nice. Kind of nice. All right. So in the first segment, we always talk about dad stories. It's called the real life of dads. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's called dad vent. But we're just talking about our real lives, like what's going on as dads out here, what we're trying to do, uh, the the funny, the mundane, the profound that occurs when we're uh, all up in our dadness. So, Ray, you got a story? I do, man. It's a quick one. Uh, and... Uh I don't know what it is, but I, I feel like I've been talking about my eldest boy too much Dude, on these dad vents. Take him I, out of the bus I feel under like, the, from under the bus, bro. I feel like, uh, I mean, it's not always a dad vent about him. I love him so much. I really do. But at, at the same time, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on my eldest and I'll, I'll be the first one to raise my hand. Yeah, that might have been caused by me. Here's the thing, man. He really also does place a lot of pressure on himself so last what is it quarter he received the uh this this great uh plaque uh, or or i don't even know what what to call it but it, it's it's uh the highest uh achievement award in his in his grade uh so he, he got you know uh, good grades he's like top three in his class wow congratulations that's no yeah, small feat that is no small feats and it's also thing, what's expected so way to meet expectation <laughs> there you go right but here's the thing i didn't 
place that on him. I didn't say, hey, you better get good grades. I'm like, hey, man, just just enjoy. This is a first uh, year back from homeschool. Uh, I'm sorry about that. I, I messed you guys up. <laughs> My apologies. So no pressure, man. Just just get back in there and have fun. Right? Obviously, he, you must have taught him well. You must be a great teacher if he's able to reach these limits, these sky-high uh, heights now. The thing is, though, is that he wants it again. He wants it. And so he's like, I got to do this. I got to make sure that I, I, I get this, uh, this grade for this upcoming test. And I got to do this extra credit and all these things. I'm like, dude, man, slow down, slow down. All, all is well. But he's got, his, he's got his eyes on a prize and he wants it. Which I'm like, I commend him for it. I, I'm, I'm not going to stop him. Keep going, buddy. But at the same time, I'm also watching him from afar and seeing like, hey, man, all is well relax things you know things will will just work out things will work out itself and again i apologize for messing you all up from last <laughs> school year but yeah man that's my story i i i'm not it's not a events it's more of an observation he's he just has that attitude and again he places it on himself i don't see it with my second boy or my third or any of my other kids but i see it in in the eldest and yeah, yeah. So yeah. Can, can I ask you a question? Yes, go ahead. You and Were the front, go ahead. grades, did you get good grades? I don't know this. I don't know this about you. I, did you get good grades? I got good grades, but I, I wasn't like, I wasn't like uh, killing myself over the good grades. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got good grades, but you didn't get great grades. I didn't get great grades. I, I got good grades. Okay. And was that a pressure that was put on you to get good no, grades? See, see, here's the thing. My, my parents were, uh, were not like typical, quote-unquote, typical Asian parents where they're like, all right, got to show me A's. My, my, of course, my dad would be disappointed if we got bad grades, but it wasn't like, you better show me A's, you know? I, mean, hmm. I got some B's. I got some A's. <gasps> but, what? You know, <laughs> but, yeah, oh good my, grades. I'm it's, horrified. It's it wasn't terrible. You got but C's? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, just B's. <laughs> B's. No, I did get some C's here and there, but again, it's like... Gasp. No no biggie in my family. Like, my, my parents didn't put that pressure on us. Um, but we we didn't aim for C's, of course. <laughs> <laughs> if you aim for a C, you're going to hit a C. You go trip over yourself and fall down and get a C. <laughs> you got some vitamin C. That's what I need. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. I totally yeah. grew up in the uh, um, uh, a B is an Asian F. <laughs> There's <laughs> that, no. That was your household, yeah. Oh yeah, straight A's that's are the only acceptable, Asian. and and then you know straight A's are what's expected of us. It's not like hey, great accomplishment, wow. It's right, like right, yeah, right. way to meet standard. Good. Yeah, well good. Done. Thanks right. for not disappointing us this time. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, make sure you do it again. And uh, yeah, I pass that on. I pass that on to my kids. <laughs> like, your education is the only way forward. Like, you're you're not going to be able to dunk a basketball, son. So you're going to have to get A's, and uh, that's going to have to pay for your college. So... <laughs> Yeah, but I, I've often talked about how my my mom my mom's a classic. She says uh, to my kids now, Grandma. She says I only pay for A. 
<laughs> so if they don't get an A, they don't get a reward. There's no reward for mediocrity. Not here. <laughs> um, but Although you're I, celebrating your kid because I gotta I gotta you, share this since since you brought this up. My, my greatest memory, in my in my I don't know when it was. Maybe I think it was freshman freshman high school. My greatest achievement in freshman high school is getting straight F's. Stop. Did I tell you? Yeah, I got straight F's because I did not like my Spanish teacher. And I could so then you flunked gotten, everything. I, I yeah yeah, like I mean, every class. Like no, well, the just the Spanish class. Just, like, just <laughs> that's Spanish not straight class. F's. That's straight F's in Spanish. All the quarters, four quarters. <laughs> Stick it to the man. There you go. You showed them. But anyway, I, I dare not share that with my kids. And that, that shall remain a secret. Not until I won't let my kids college. listen to this episode. Way to go. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, you didn't strike me as a straight A kind of guy. Not, not a typical Asian. <laughs> well, right on. Um, okay, my uh, story, Ray. How about you? Yeah. Um, dude, your story cracked me up. So I, I totally forgot what my story is. <laughs> but what you are doing is you're celebrating your kid. Why are you, why are you put, putting it on him like, hey, he puts a lot of pressure on himself. Actually, you should just be celebrating that he did a good job. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I, don't, I don't tell him, hey, don't put too much pressure on yourself. I just watch him from afar. I'm like, I see. This, this kid's got a, a great attitude in that way. Yeah, but, be, but he's but really putting pressure. Yeah, no, you can see you see the pitfalls. You see the pitfalls that are that are out there. Um, oh, mine's a completely different story. I was uh, recently giving my uh, one in one year old a bath, one and a half year old a bath, and uh, my wife shouldn't have trusted me. That was a mistake on her part. She was tired, and she said, uh, and I was like, oh, you know, he really wants his mom, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take him away from his mom and give him, give him a bath, put him to bed. And, uh, and he loves bath time. It's one of his favorite things. And so he doesn't even mind if I'm the one giving him a bath because he just loves playing in the water. And so my little Tigo, he's playing in the water, and he has a bath, and he has a great time. And then I grab the towel, and I, I wasn't really totally prepared to take him out Mm. and uh, I wrapped him up in the towel and then I kind of turned my body and then um, he kind of gets tangled up in the towel and he straight falls over onto his face like (laughs) on the floor on the floor oh like so he's already standing on the floor and the towels around him but I kind of turned my body to like look for something and uh, as I was as I turned he just got tangled up in the towel and his arms were in the towel so then he straight fell down and and fell straight on his face like literally landed on his cheekbone i know and i was (laughs) oh my gosh did he he cry did he scream he was so it was so painful that he was shocked that he couldn't cry and i was actually worried that did he break his neck or, uh, Oh my goodness. Yeah. Cause yeah, he like straight landed on his face. Like f- first impact is face. And then, and then he was like, uh, uh, uh. and then eventually he cried and I was like, Whoa, mm. he's really, that really affected him. Um, cause usually he just, he'll just 
scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the non scream. Like he lost wind in a sense of or his mouth was open shock. and he was yeah. like going to scream as loud as he could, but nothing came out. That's scary. Yeah. That was scary, dude. And yeah. uh yeah, I I didn't know what to do. So I texted <laughs> I texted my wife <laughs> who was downstairs. <laughs> I was like, hey, uh, could you bring up some ice? <laughs> Oops. Oh, man. Yeah. That's my way of saying I need help. I made a mistake. I hurt our baby. So, um, yeah. But he He's turned okay? out to be okay. He okay. was actually okay. Actually, no, no bruising. I was going to say so, no bruising? No no blood? No blood. No okay. bruising. Uh, he was able to move his neck. So it didn't break his neck. Um, I probably shouldn't say this if someone's going to call CPS on me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he, he was fine. Um, and we checked him out and it was, I think it was just a shock. Uh, so it seemed like it was bad, but it, I think it was just a shock, shock of the moment mm. to him and his reaction. And then a shock for me. Um, cause some things in life are shocking like that, you know, some things in life are shocking like that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hold him afterwards? Like, what, of course. I, what, what happened? Like, did you just? I can't oh, I imagine. loved. I loved up on him, man. I just like oh, gave man. him everything he needed. Just held him. Hmm. Another question: Did you get in trouble? Nah, everyone oh. was cool. <laughs> everyone was cool about it. <laughs> everybody, everybody out here was cool. So accidents happen. Cool. Accidents yeah, happen. It was an accident. He got tangled up in a All towel. Well. All is well. But man. yeah, I, I, my usual. So I, I went away from the formula that I normally do. I usually have the towel draped on my shoulder in a particular way, and it was, mm-hmm. and it wasn't draped that way when I grabbed him out of the water. And so that was. See, anytime you like stray from the formula, that's that's where. That's the thing, man. That's where the accidents See, occur. So here, here we go with the the topic at hand, the topic for this episode. Just staying with that formula, I'm gonna read from the catechism here. We're, we're gonna talk about almsgiving. Almsgiving. Uh, almsgiving. This is uh, from the Catechism of a Catholic Church, two four six two. The foundational call of Christians to charity is a frequent theme of the Gospels. During Lent, we are asked to focus more intently on almsgiving, which means donating money or goods to the poor and performing other acts of charity. And here, here's the formula, this especially during Lent. As one of the three pillars of, of Lenten practice, almsgiving is a witness to fraternal charity and a work of justice pleasing God. So there you go. we have an opportunity to make sure that we're, I mean, there's a formula to follow. Right, and uh, and we're invited to to do that to um, to get better at this practice. So again, this is the topic at hand: almsgiving. What, what exactly is? I hear it all the time, Iris. Almsgiving. It's it's a uh, it's a funny word to even say. <laughs> almsgiving. That's what is right. that? Where, where where is that from? And what does it mean? So when you say almsgiving i automatically think of uh robin hood the animated one the disney the, the, the animated 
The Fox one. Yes, that's a classic. Yep. yep. Uh, I gotta watch that again. It's been Dude, a while. that's a great one. Yeah, and so, and why? I think it was somebody in the in the movie said alms for the poor, <laughs> alms for the poor, and uh, that was a very uh, formative in my life. So. <laughs> Thanks, Disney, for for giving me that for that exposure to alms for the poor. Now, alms, that's a weird word, as you said. And uh, it's it has a root in like ancient uh, Latin and ancient Greek and um, the the Latin and the Greek uh, word for alms means mercy or pity that P-I-T-Y, right? So mercy. So when you hear that, like mercy for the poor or pity on the poor. And so like if you, if you had mercy for the poor, then how do you share and show mercy? And that can be through, right? The giving of money. And um, in Latin, it's translated into caritas, right? The word for charity is caritas, which is as everybody knows, is a love, right? And so here's these kind of um, kind of root words for almsgiving. It's mm-hmm. to give mercy, to give pity, or to give love. Mm. And uh, if we're if we're there, if we're doing that, then we're kind of doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I, I think you quoted a catechism. Uh, uh, verse, and I'm going to drop a catechism bomb on you as well. Uh, mm. 1822, uh, charity is the theological virtue by which we love God above all things for his own sake and our neighbor as ourselves for the love of God so that we equate our neighbor to the level of God mm. in the amount of love that we show. And that would be through our mercy or through our love or charity. It's, it's important to give these uh, distinctions to that. Uh, you know, it, we don't want it to just turn into words here. Uh, this is, again, an invitation or a formula that we follow during uh, our Lenten journey here. And, of course, as mentioned already, one is the, this whole almsgiving. I, in all practicality or or in my understanding with with this uh with this word or at least in my in the practice like when when we're giving my tendency is to like think automatically what am i giving to where where is this money going you know when uh you know truth be told when i when i see mm. uh someone begging I'm in I'm in traffic or whatever, and I hit that that uh, red light, and someone's asking for money. If I have some cash, usually I don't. But if I have some cash with me, I open the window and I and I give. But then somehow, some way, in in, in my mind, and definitely it travels to my heart. The next question is, wh- where's that going? Is that is that person going to spend it there or are they going to, you know, are they going to use it the right way? But that's not, that's not necessarily the call or at least that's not the, uh, the intention of this, right? I mean, it's, it's when, when we give, 
in this in this uh, practice, or again, I'm going to call it an invitation when we give it. We we should give freely, right? I mean, that's that's the whole thought of this. Like that's the exercise. That's where we're uh, that that's where we're invited to to just give, and that's it. Am I am I uh, am I in that right direction of understanding this? Oh, like, I think so. Yeah the 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 sense of what someone's going to do with that money in the moment that's inconsequential. I think because the that's not the way that God deals mercy, right? God doesn't say oh, I'm going to give mercy out and you better you better like spend it wisely. <laughs> right. It's, uh, that's what God does is God gives mercy. God is merciful. And so if we're to be like our father in heaven, then we got to be merciful too. And that means to give and not count the cost. Um, so I think you're right. It, it, it really is an invitation to not worry. And my heart really had to change there because I was, I was really the opposite. I, I would always be concerned with like, um, and to tell the truth, I kind of still have the remnants of that. Meaning, um, when I give to a charity, I want to give to a charity that I know the most, the majority of of the funds goes to the helping the people like a charity with low overhead, right? Where it doesn't fill, uh, fill, um, the paychecks of, of of people or fill their the workers pockets but most of the aid goes directly to help those in need um but you know also the counter argument is i worked in the nonprofit sector my my uh, wife works in nonprofit and so you know it's probably <laughs> you do need overhead because you need to pay people a just yeah. wage and so even giving to organizations that pay justly that's um, which means maybe less of that money goes to actual helping um, the people, but it actually but it goes to giving a living wage to those who work there so that they can t- continue to work there to help the people. You know, that's it's all part of a cycle. Um, so, um, yeah, it's it's more of a g- invitation to give and then not not worry about it. Um, because you were invited to give the money, not to spend the money for that person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 you know, when when you when I have when I have that mentality of like, all right, well, I'm gonna give you this, and you better spend it this way. Uh, that's more of a that's more of a contract than a giving. Uh, it, it turns into it turns into that, and as you mentioned. This is an invitation for us to to do as God does for us. And it's, I guess uh, it's, for me at least, it's more of a reflection uh, of of how to be like how, how to be so generous like God is to us. And I guess that also highlights and places focus on how generous our God is to us. So I think that's something to, to consider. Uh, in this invitation of almsgiving, and how how do how do we practice that in our family? How do we uh, translate that for our kids? How can we have them practice that this this formula? Right. Well, 
Well, Ray, before we get to the kid part, I was going to ask you, do you, how do you do your almsgiving or your tithing? Is that easy? Is it, do you think about it or you don't think about it? Uh, Like what's your approach there? It's, uh, it depends. I mean, is it easy? It's, it's never easy. It's never easy, especially when, when we, when we know the worth of, uh, of, uh, of that check or that money of a dollar, of a we, dollar. it's never easy, but inflation's at like yeah, 9% now at the same time, it's a given like it, it, this is something, this is something that we do and, and, uh, I was just, you know, watching, uh, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home, that <laughs> the whole notion of, uh, with, with, uh, great power comes great responsibility. If God has gifted us with that dollar, with that money, then there's also, uh, that responsibility that comes with that. And, and yeah to be honest it, it it's it's uh it turns into joy uh when we when we do mm. give and i guess relating to my question it starts with that at least in, in my family every sunday there's something to to um for the kids to I, like we we want to make sure that everyone gets a turn to give that money um and and uh if they so have do you, something do you like uh do you write a check we write and a put check it in yeah. the envelope okay yeah, we write a check. so you got to do that on the weekly yeah yeah here's a funny story because he was one of our guests uh a, a while back uh mr khalil hatar yeah shout out khalil uh and um uh i don't know when it was maybe two years ago we would just give cash and we didn't really do the whole parish envelope and Khalil works for our parish. He's the, uh, I don't know, the pastoral manager over there. So there was no evidence in our family giving that we're tithing. So they called us in and they wanted to make sure that we were actually going to mass. And this was actually (laughs) the first time I met Khalil. (laughs) That's the first time. Yeah, it was the first time we met Khalil. Because they're checking Uh, on you because you send your kids to the school, yeah? And so there's like a requirement to go to to mass. But but again, in my mind, you know, because my family sometimes hops in different parishes. If we can't make that uh, that time, then we're going to go to the other one. And so sometimes we sometimes we do, sometimes we don't. But now that we've gotten into that practice, and I love our parish that uh, it kind of called us out in there. I mean, it wasn't because of the quote-unquote amount that we were giving or the lack of amount that we were giving. It was more of the attendance and the practice of giving. So I, I love that aspect of them calling us out and saying, hey, th- there's an importance in building that habit. So, um, so we did, we started building that habit, even if we weren't going to that, to that, uh, to our parish, we, um, you know, we, I have to go so, to a different parish for my work. There's always that envelope that's filled. And then there's always a moment either on that Saturday, uh, mass vigil or a later mass on Sunday where we're able to give that envelope. Uh, but again, it's, it's building that habit. And I think it's also the, the importance of making sure that our kids are aware of it as yeah. well that we're that we're giving so there's an importance in there 
Yeah, that's cool because we do di- we do the um, digital like the um, what is it automatic? Yeah, um, yeah automatic auto pay. Yeah, and so uh, our kids don't see it. So when the basket gets passed around, we're just like zip zip on by, and then um, you know my mm. kids they take those envelopes. <laughs> And during mass, and then they write ludicrous things on there. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, somebody is supposed to use that for, for putting money in. And now you've, you've reduced that envelope to, uh, to unusable by your <laughs> writing on it. So don't do that because now you're depriving the church. But, but maybe there's a desire uh, by them to want to participate by dropping some cash money in there. But who carries cash these days? You know what I mean? Carries cash. Yeah. yeah. Pox probably carries cash. (laughs) Friend of the show. Another guest of the show. Yeah, man. But yeah, I think that's uh, a great practice to make sure uh, our kids are also seeing that as well. Yeah, that's a challenge. I I think I want to give them like some cash money um, just to put in the basket. But then they say, well, um, can I keep it and buy Robux? I'm like, ah, that's that's not the point. I I used to hear this saying, um, give till it hurts. What do you think about that, Ray? Give till it hurts. Has anybody ever heard that before? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, What is it, an annual maybe... Uh, yeah, maybe an annual thing that my my pastor would would do, and he would say that kind of that that notion of give till it hurts, or pray about an amount, and if if it doesn't hurt, then that's not enough. <laughs> yeah, <So laughs> write, write an extra zero in there. <laughs> write an extra zero, maybe maybe an extra one. <laughs> But uh, I I get that point to your question. Uh, how do I feel about that? To a certain degree, <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, again, going back to Spider Man, uh, if if you're given if you're given that uh, that great power, God bless you. Continue being a blessing. Um, that 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 might be the call, you know. But I think that also goes with some prayer and and where God is calling you and where God is asking you to to give so yeah what, what, what are your thoughts on that saying dude yeah so i don't want to talk about money because <laughs> then i gotta yeah. think about it um the that's a great question so we in the past in, on this show we've said things like hey the first thing that you do in the morning that's the thing you love the most right mm, so if you got yeah. if you like automatically look at your phone before kissing your wife then that's that's like your love and it's time to re-examine. But you know, the real test is how you spend your money. Like look at where the money goes. That's true. In your, in your bank account, like how, and how is that allotted is, and is any allotted into the charitable giving into the alms giving into the tithe, the regular uh, contribution to your community to give the first fruits to God, to give the thanks, to be, to give the unblemished uh, calf to to God, uh, those are hard. Those are harder to do, much harder to do for me. Uh, I think that that's super challenging. And so, what's the biggest thing out out of my budget would be like my mortgage, right? And so, probably probably that's right. 
because uh, it's for my family. But then you could look at other things that you're spending your money on and and saying like, mm, are these like, are these uh like non discretionary uh, kind of pleasurable things? Are the is that that I spend way more on that than I do on God's kingdom? That's it. That's where yeah, you. Yeah. That's like yeah. a, a reality check, mm. you know, that's harder to, to, to look at. And so I appreciate that. Um, I don't have to think about it. We just kind of set it and forget it. Uh, and then know like, Hey, we're, we're contributing weekly or monthly to our parish community. And then whatever charitable giving that we do in the different kind of places that we're involved in. But yeah, um, giving till it hurts, man. Here's the secret: everything hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, right? Everything hurts. <laughs> yeah, but but like when you, when we frame it around the idea of mercy, man, God God cannot be outdone in mercy. God is most merciful, right? I can't I can't be more merciful than God, and I can't be more generous than God, but my heart needs to be turned turned to, to have more mercy, to be more merciful, to be more generous. And that's kind of the invitation. And, and so I may not personally like it when someone says give till it hurts, but I think I need to hear that. Yeah. We need to be challenged, uh, especially during this Lenten season. Continue to challenge us, Lord. Uh, you're right, man. I, th- I think it's uh, one key word that I want to um, take from this is that word generosity. And as you mentioned earlier on, we're we're invited to to replicate God's generosity for us. Um, and and so I, I think I think that that invitation rings true. I think this is. This is where God is inviting us to reflect on His generosity. I think the posture of being in gratitude needs to to be that first posture, and then into the act of Lord, I I own nothing. This is all yours. So as we continue on, as we continue on with our our Lenten journey, let's reflect on that. Let's uh, let's take that word and and pray on that word generosity, mercy love and let it uh, drive us to action in the name of the father the son the holy spirit amen lord jesus we thank you for this time as we're talking about you and your love for us and your call for us may we look at you as our great example of generosity of mercy and of love lord may you uh, continue to challenge us may we feel that bit of ache when we give so that we give with our full hearts. And uh, Lord, we continue to hold your hand as uh, we are here in the desert with you. Speak to us and call us each by name and let us know where you want us to go and direct uh, our time, our treasures, to uh, to build your kingdom here on earth, Lord Jesus Christ. Mama Mary, we ask for your prayers, your interse- intercession. St. Joseph, pray for, pray us. for us. 
In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. 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 Happy Lent, everyone. Happy Lent. Ray, just, just, to re, just to cap this off, there was this great quote um, Pope Francis gave back in 2020 in his mm. Lenten message, and I'd just like to share it. Please, uh, yeah. There is a need to appeal to men and women of goodwill to share by almsgiving their goods with those most in need as a means of personally participating in the building of a better world. Charitable giving makes us more human. I'll I'll repeat that again. Charitable giving makes us more human, whereas hoarding risks makes making us less human, imprisoned by our own selfishness. Hoarding risks making us less human, imprisoned by our own selfishness. So we we're we're all on the journey to be more human. Uh, so uh, with that, uh, what a blessing, the, this invitation into our own humanity through yeah. um, almsgiving, through mercy, through love. So uh, amen to that. Ray, amen. you just traveled to uh, L.A., right? Yeah, man. It was um, my my arms are tired. Just flew to uh, L.A. That was, a, that was a dad joke there. That was good. <laughs> what were you doing over there? It was great. It was a great time with our brother Jonathan over there in LA. I I gave a talk. He invited me to uh, give a talk to his parish, uh, Fatherhood Arise, represent over there uh, during the consecration to Saint Joseph during uh, uh, the feast day, March nineteenth. It was a great time with uh, uh, a lot of fathers, a lot of uh, men out there. Uh, just talk about Saint Joseph, his great uh, great example to us, and. Uh, just a reminder also of, of our call and duty to continue building up the domestic church. So awesome. So if people are interested in reaching out to have Fatherhood Arise come to their parish, what, what do they need to do, Ray? Oh, man. Let us know. Email us on our uh, on our uh, uh, Gmail account, fatherhoodarise at gmail.com. Or you can uh, uh, DM us directly, message us on any of our our social media platforms either on instagram on facebook or on twitter at fatherhood arise if you don't follow us do follow us again that's at fatherhood arise and if you have any questions check us out it's also on our our websites fatherhoodarise.com again that's fatherhoodarise.com invite us we'll be uh glad to uh head over to your parish and, and lead these uh, great events these great talks these great uh, uh time with other men out there we need that fraternity of fathers building fathers that's right uh, it's all about rising up rising up to uh where god is calling us to be in fatherhood and in life and so you can check me out on uh, my instagram at called to rise or check out my website called to rise.org let's keep having a good lent everybody um and uh uh enter deeper into these invitations to grow in our faith in our hope and in our love uh so thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time uh just as a special shout out we are slowly and 
um, ever so, ever so, um, just inching our way closer to our 100th episode. 100! 100th episode, can you believe it? And we're going to have like a big old celebration. Great! And we want you to be involved, to send in your thoughts, to send in your questions. Um, And uh, we're going to be celebrating big time for this uh, 100th episode, so be on the lookout for that. That's coming up uh, after, is that after Holy Week, Ray? It'll be after Holy Week. Our 100th episode will be aired after Holy Week. Yeah, so that's going to be crazy. Thursday, and um, awesome. Yeah, Easter Thursday. Yeah, oh my gosh. So Easter Thursday, Easter week, we're like Easter toasting 100. That's awesome. So that's going to be cool. So uh, super excited for that. So stay tuned for that. And then after dark, if you want to hear a dad joke or two, uh, check it out. Uh, so thanks, everybody. Peace. Peace. What did the daddy spider say to the baby spider? You spent too much time on the oh. web, son. That's you, you spend too much time on the web. Not bad. Um, I have no joke. <laughs> I was listening to something and somebody said, this is not a dad joke, but just, just to add to your dad joke. Um, that uh, Lent comes from the oh I was with my pa- my pastor. Lent means uh, it comes from the word to lengthen. Oh, see that Lenti. Yeah, because the days are lengthening because it's about springtime. Really, Quadragesima is uh, where Lent comes from, and that means a springtime. But Lent is the word for lengthen. All right, so when is the best time to run a marathon? When is the best time to run a marathon? Uh, and there's never a best time. No, it, during Lent, because during you Lent. fast. Oh, cause you because fast. you fast, you boy. Fast, man. Because <laughs> you fast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't get a. I couldn't get an almsgiving. I was good with that. So I went with the other you one. Fast, man. Fasting. End scene. End scene. Peace. Peace.